Hi, and welcome to the Art Splash podcast, where we will have open and playful and also meaningful and thought-provoking conversations about art, creativity, life and spirituality that will stimulate both your mind and soul and give you a chuckle at the same time. Hi, I'm Joy Fay, And I'm Eve Marie Whitson-Jones. So we're here for our here we are, finally. very, very first podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited to do this with you. I've been thinking about this for a while and coming up with or having lots of ideas as to, you know, the different kinds of topics that we can talk about together. And um, it's just amazing. You know, every day I, I come across something and I think, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. That would be so uh, yeah. be a really great topic. Yeah. So let, let's just kind of, I, I guess, say how we got together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, shall I start then? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, as you know, you know, I was a student of yours. I was, I was um, someone who was following you on, on YouTube and I had signed up for a couple of your online classes and I joined your community, um, you know, when you launched it. Um, and I was really enjoying, you know, having those conversations with you while we were, you know, in those live sessions. And I really got to feel that you were such a wonderful person, you know, <laughs> as well as a talented artist, of course. And um, at any rate, at some point, I found out that you were living in the south of Spain. And as you know, I, I live in, in Portugal. And I was planning on going to visit some friends that live just outside of uh, Malaga. And when I looked up your the town that you live in, um, I realized you were only about, you know, half an hour's drive away. So I got it into my head that, oh, I should contact Joy and, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, she would be willing to to meet with a lowly student. <laughs> anyway, but you know what was the funny part was that I... I think I tried reaching you in four or five different ways. I think I sent you an email. I think I sent you a message on the community board and I didn't get an answer. And then finally I reached out to, um, to Dorothy, you know, the lady who was helping you with the social media on messenger. And I said, Oh, Diana, 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 sorry, not Dorothy. Um, how, how come I didn't get those messages? I, I, I don't know, really but strange. you know, it was kind of weird because I don't normally, I'm not a pushy kind of a person. I don't, you know, if someone doesn't answer me when I reach out to them, I just back off and I say, okay, it's, you know, I'm bothering them and it's not meant to be, but I kept persisting and I kept persisting. And then finally, um, you know, you sent me your, your phone number and you said, you know, contact me on, on WhatsApp. And that's how, you know, we made, finally made the connection. And then okay. you very, very, you know, kindly invited me to come and meet you for lunch at your house, which was absolutely wonderful. And we had a wonderful afternoon. Yeah, we did. And that's kind nice. of how it all started, isn't it? We met and we, yeah. we just talked. And well, talked. I'm really, I'm really sorry that I didn't <laughs> see those emails or messages. How awful. No, no, <laughs> but it was, um, it was a really interesting lesson for me in like, I really felt I needed to meet you and I just kept going at it. And so I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, yeah, and the rest is history, really, because now, you know, we've been working 
well, not working together, but being together, sorting some great things out and the retreat being the main thing, really, because I think it was, I think it was your suggestion. It was. <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> yeah. So for just for those who you don't don't know what we're talking about, we're, we're organizing um, an art retreat here in in um, Spain, in Frigliana, which is the village that I live in, just outside there's a beautiful villa that a friend of mine told me about that they were doing yoga retreats there and said, wouldn't it be nice to have an art retreat? And I thought, yeah, that would be great, but it would be so much organization to do that on my own that although I think it was a brilliant idea, I thought it was just too overwhelming to think, oh, how am I gonna put this together? plus everything else that I'm doing. So when you suggested it, I thought, oh, yes, I can have some help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, uh, I was, I was yeah. very happy to, you know, to, to, um, to jump on board and, and to help you. And I still am, obviously, you know, working yeah, no, no, on getting great. it well, pulled together. Where are we? We're now, we're, we're the middle of June and the, um, the retreat is in September. And there are still a few spaces left. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, not not very many, but um, a few left, which would be great. I think it'll be a fantastic week. So, yeah, yeah I'm I excited so about it. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be lots and lots of uh, interesting yeah. learning and experiences, I'm sure, for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you what other things are you involved with other than the art? Let's um, that. Yeah, so maybe just give you a little bit of background. I don't know if I've ever um, really kind of given you my my history or some of my history, but um, most of my work career was in um, clinical research. Um, I used to work for a pharmaceutical company uh, in Canada, in Montreal, um, right. in um, what they call clinical operations. So essentially it's a department that manages um, all that's involved with running clinical trials. So all of the, wow. the supplies, okay. the technology, the finance, um, and also the gathering of the of the data, you know, and the and the analysis of the data. Mm -hmm. So it's a very um, it's a very regulated um, and detailed oriented uh, job, you know, the whole spectrum of it is got so many, you know, kind of rules and regulations and procedures and so on and so forth. So most of my career has been, you know, in a very um, sort of, you know, looking at things from that perspective in a very, you know, step-by-step -step procedural way. Um, but at the same time, I have always felt so drawn to artistic and creative things because I just felt that that, you know, the, the technology and the, and the, and the, and the data-driven uh, side of things is really interesting to me. I have a background in science. I, I have a bachelor's of science from McGill and I really love that. Wow. Um, but I also yeah. feel very drawn to um, the artistic and creative side of, 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 of life. And so I've always dabbled in different things. You know, I've done pottery. I've uh, I've done um, garment making and making artistic quilts and jewelry making. And I've just you know tried all kinds of different things. And I've always wanted to get into painting deeper and deeper. And it was one of those things that I felt I really struggled with because 
I really truly believed I didn't have any real innate talent or ability. <laughs> um, and it's it's a process. It, how sad that so many people think that, and how how awful it is because everybody has. <laughs> I know, I know, and uh, it's a it's a discovery process for me still ongoing. Um, and a little bit at a time. And and I just am so curious to try new things. And so, you know, I jumped on to, you know, I've jumped onto various online courses and 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 you know, followed them along. And everybody has their own, you know, particular way of teaching. Um, some of them I really um didn't feel connected to, and yours obviously I did. And there's others which that which was the class that you started with. Oh gosh. Uh, of yours, you mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it was the abstract made simple. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. kind of my leader class. That the one that I, I, I think introduces everyone to what I'm doing. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I think that you know, um, when I finished, so going back to my career, I you know about a year or so ago, I finished you know working. I was doing contract work for. Um, another a company in the UK and uh, the contract ended and I thought no I don't want to continue doing this I need a break and I realized that there was a part of me that really felt I wasn't contributing I wasn't really um, doing something meaningful and purposeful with my life so I realized that I wanted to jump into something that really allowed me to um, to give you know to to help people and so I I went into a life coaching program. So I, I took oh, okay. courses. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 And yeah. um interestingly enough, the coaching program that I that I did was very much based in neuroscience. So I was still kind of with my okay. foot in the science side side of things. Um, but okay. this time from the perspective of how does how do our brains work and how do they affect our behavior? And, uh, you know, what is the end result of us having certain programs in our brain and how, you know, everybody talks about neuroplasticity these days, don't they? It's yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and how it works. And it's really, truly amazing. And I wanted to bring that together with the artistic side of things. And so um, that's why I'm, you know, now launching or starting my practice, which brings creativity practices into the neuroscience and and you know sort of marrying them together and talking about how you challenge your beliefs as I did about not being creative by doing creative things and realizing that you actually are creative so it's, it's <laughs> yes. a learning process yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah 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 that's fantastic I mean to put those two things together um I think it's really helpful for, for for people to to get that because so many people say to me, oh, I'm not creative, I don't know how to do this, I don't know where to start. And and I feel it's such a shame because that they've blocked that creativity so effectively. So one of my kind of passions is to help people to you know, unlock that within themselves, have the confidence to at least try. Yeah. Because it's in the doing, as you've just said, that you discover, huh, actually, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. And it's there. And I think people get really surprised with themselves 
that they that they realize that actually it's all there they just haven't pressed the right button yet <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's brilliant and it's also um an acceptance and a and a learning process to for learning you know because learning is um filled with making you know you don't learn without making mistakes do you mistakes whatever <laughs> mistakes are um and so the more you do it, the more you understand how to do it or how understand how not to do it, you know, to get the end result that you're looking for. So it's iterative. It's not just you wake up one day and you paint a masterpiece, is it? As no. I hope you know, you've experienced. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so that's part of it. And I think that that's the other thing is that people, I, I, as a silly example, I used to play golf, you know, back a long time ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, you know, I, I, I became, you know, reasonably good at it, but I wasn't good at it from the very beginning. And mm. a lot of people would say, oh, I know how to play golf. They'd pick up the golf club and they'd swing and they'd hit, they wouldn't hit the ball or they'd hit the ball and it would go off in the wrong direction and they would give up. And I'd say, well, how can mm. you expect to learn how to do something by just trying it once without any direction, without any tutelage or anything you've got to practice and you've got to learn how you know what the steps are and absolutely yeah, yeah 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 for sure and and I think the, the wonderful thing about painting particularly well about any art actually but in in relationship to myself there's always something new to learn you know it never ends and and I love that exploration that that really gives me a buzz that, oh I've discovered something new. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to just tell you a funny story. <laughs> I saw a, um, a, a YouTube. I've got some, you know, it's summer now here in Spain and it's really hot. And you go to the market and you buy your dresses and, you know, as few clothes as possible, really. And I've got a whole bunch of dresses that I've had, I don't know, for the last four or five years. And I just dig them out for the summer and then, you go to the market, you buy something else. They're not expensive, but then you'll be walking down the street and you'll see loads of other people wearing the same dress. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> Any case, so I saw this great um, YouTube video because I thought I'm going to dye them. I'm going to do something interesting with these dresses. Okay. And um, this this really fascinating woman, and she kind of got all this fabric. She she did a lot of arts and crafts and making quilts and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so she'd got this big bowl and she'd got all this paint and she was dunking these things and she created some really wonderful colours. So I thought yesterday, I thought, right, I'm going to have a go with one of the oh, dresses because it had all faded. It, it had been like a lovely teal turquoise, but it had, you know, over the last two years of all the washing, it's kind of a no colour now. Any case, <laughs> so I did it and I produced the most fabulous dress. I'm Ooh. so thrilled. Yeah, I should have brought it with me to show you. But it looks like an abstract painting. Oh, right. And I thought, you know, wow, I could do something similar to that with canvas. You know, ah. but the point that I'm making is there's always something new yeah. to go wow to <laughs> so well, anyway I've got I've got all my other dresses now I think I've got four that I'm going to do with different color combinations that's a good so idea. you'll see me next time in a, yeah. a abstract dress give us a fashion show <laughs> yeah exactly I could start a new business with abstract clothing 
That's a really great but, idea. Well, the, the point is that you, you know, it's so exciting to actually explore. I mean, if it if it had gone wrong and it was a disaster, it was of no consequence. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, I, I, it was great because I put my gloves on and I was like splashing paint all over it, and you know, it was great. <laughs> and this fabulous garment has appeared so vivian westwood watch this space yeah right exactly exactly and you've also just delved into collage haven't you you've been producing all kinds of interesting yeah well i'm yeah you can see behind me um well that that i mean i used to i have done collage obviously in the past but i i've never taken it a step further i've just kind of done it you know maybe added a piece of collage to a painting or you know, I've done my my um, what do they call it? Vision board mm. with collage. You know, cutting out nice sayings, and I have that in my studio. Um, but I've never sort of taken it seriously, as it were, to see what I, else I could do. So um, once I I was putting the masterclass together, the collage class, and obviously I did a lot of preparation before I actually put the class together and um, was reading a lot about it and looking at how it all came together. You know, the collage started in China and Japan in the 12th century. It's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, it must be sort of, you know, it's really historical that this kind of form of art started, but it wasn't really till the beginning of the 20th century when uh, Picasso and Georges Braque started to use it as a serious art form and of course you've got Matisse and various other artists so there's something really um, incredibly creative about it so um, I thought okay I'll I'll see what what draws me and I take the dog out for a walk every day <laughs> and I'm walking sort of in the countryside and there's all lots of interesting things, particularly here because we have so many mountains and rocks and mm. the rock formations are fabulous. So um, I've been, I was taking photographs just of the rocks because of all the shapes and the colors and nice. And I thought, you know, I can do something with this, with the collage. So that's how come these sort of came together because I've done that. And then with the color palette, I did some um, jelly plating Mm. of the colors and some different designs and it sort of run away with me really. (laughs) It's very addictive. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible how once you start something, and you switch that switch on and then you allow it to develop. It yeah. takes you into a whole new realm. And that's the point. I think that's the exciting thing for me about not just painting, but teaching. Because if I can help somebody switch the switch on and they're off and away, it's like teaching somebody to drive, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they learn to drive, then they get the car, and then they go on their adventures. And and to me, that's a little bit like how I feel about my teaching. If I can help that, you know, somebody switch the switch on, know, you know, how to get into first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and go. Yeah. Um, and explore for themselves and feel great about it then 
that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, so, it's really satisfying, isn't it? When you watch yeah. someone else kind of take off and do. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, over the years, I mean, now I've been teaching, gosh, 23 years and no, not quite 22 years. And I've had some fantastic students, you know, when I was actually teaching in person um, with, you know, weekly classes and then workshops and all that kind of thing. And I've had some fabulous success stories of people who've really gone on and and done something serious with it. You know, I had um, one guy, <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Um, he didn't know one end of a of a paintbrush to the other but he was very determined to paint and um he started off and we, we he used to come to my class we called him ferrari mike <laughs> okay because he was retired but he was like 55 at the time um and had sold his business and made a bunch of money and arrived half an hour late to the class in a bright red ferrari <laughs> We heard it coming up the road. Well, what the, and he parked outside the house. Oh my God! Is he? He's the guy that's coming to the class. So we called him Ferrari Mike, <laughs> and and it was just very amusing because he wouldn't put the paintings that he'd done in the car in case he got paint on the car. So he used to say, "Right, will will you bring them down to the house? You know, when you're coming down into town." Okay. Anyway, so he was like, did the classes for, oh, a few years. But in between, the in the summertime, he went and did a, um, a, a workshop or a summer course at, I think it was the um, either St. Martin's or the Chelsea Art College in London. And he's become a really fantastic portrait artist. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I see his stuff up on Facebook now. I mean, this is years ago. I'm talking, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But he's a really fabulous artist now. And he's applied to do the um, Portrait Artist of the Year that they have on, on, the, on the BBC. I don't know whether he's got in. He'll probably let me know. Yeah. Um, but it's wonderful to know, you know, exactly where he started to where he is now. And, you know, I helped him turn that switch yeah, on. That's yeah. really satisfying. That's just one. There's, you know, there's a whole load of other people I could tell you about. But his story was just funny because we called him Ferrari Mike. Yeah. <laughs> he used to tell us some very funny stories about what he did. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> And did someone um, did, did someone do that for you? Is that how you got started? No, well, yes and no is is the answer to that. Mm. Um, how I I first really was interested in painting when I was at school. Um, I was actually trained as a dancer. I was at oh. um, I was at stage school, and to do dance, ballet, and modern and whatever. <clears throat> Um, which is very much what my mother wanted me to do. She was a frustrated dancer. Mm. So she had very much pushed me into dancing. And uh, she wanted me to go to the Royal Ballet, which I auditioned for. And it's very, very strict. And um, you have to go through four auditions. And I, I went through uh, three of them, which was all fine. And then the last one was medical. 
So they measure your bones. And I think I was 10 at the time. Yeah. Anyway, my bones weren't in the right, my back apparently, which I know now, <laughs> all these years later, was slightly out of sync. Oh, so I wasn't accepted at the Royal Ballet. But the next one was called the Arts Educational Trust, which was the next kind of one down from the Royal Ballet in those days. So I was there. And but I used to love painting mm. and um, I was very used to get very frustrated because my eldest sister, she was also very into design and painting and um, she was allowed to go to art college. And that, that really used to upset me because I used to love mm. painting mm. and I won a competition. I think I was about 13 and I won an art competition at school, okay. which, you know, I was really excited about. But anyway, my parents were determined that I was going to dance. So that's what I did right up to, uh, oh, a long time. I did all kinds of interesting things, which is another story altogether, which I'm not going to go into now. But it was quite exciting. Um, but in the background, I'd always want I was always kind of messing around with painting. Then I got married and um, I had my first child. And very sadly, when he was six months, he died. Mm. And my godfather, who was an artist, who I was very, very close to, started me painting watercolours, which I'd never done before, to help me get over um, this tragic situation. Yeah. And um, he introduced me to William Turner, mm. the British artist who was just, well, is phenomenal, was phenomenal. So I started very much with, with watercolours and I did that for a very long time. Um, and I had some exhibitions, I sold paintings, I got more and more into it and got very hooked on it. And really then a whole load of things happened other things happened and I had to stop for the time being oh no actually no before that I went um I decided I'd go to as a mature student to the Manchester Art College so I, I went to did the foundation course and I think I was 32 by then god it's all so long ago yeah. <laughs> um, and I did the foundation and I got accepted to do my, you know, the degree course to, to, to do the actual three year course. And so I got into that and then everything went pear shaped because um, my husband decided he was going to go and do other things. So he left and I couldn't then have the time to continue with the college. Mm. So there was a big space then. And then I moved to Spain in uh, 2000. And I started painting again in acrylics. Okay. So, and it was fantastic. I was, you know, reading a lot of books and I was a massive fan of Paul Clay and of Picasso and Kandinsky and loads of interesting people. And uh, I kind of really got into it. And then my mother died. <laughs> mm. And that started a whole new thing with painting. So I got incredibly into abstract painting to get rid of all that stress and anxiety yeah. with my mother dying and then people started asking me well I'd like to paint well will I show them what I do 
okay so <laughs> I started with a few people and it grew and it grew and it grew and in the end I had about 30 students which was fantastic and it just went from strength to strength I went on and did some other courses and learned new things and under went on a course on acrylics which was fantastic mm -hmm. and um yeah, it was really, really great. And I landed up running an art centre mm -hmm. in a little village um, called Mijas Pueblo. And that was wonderful, doing all kinds of workshops and um, classes and courses. And it was fabulous. And then lockdown. <laughs> yeah. And that literally changed everything. So I was wondering what on earth to do. So that's when I started with the putting all the classes and the workshops online. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that's been brilliantly successful, which is wonderful because it's introduced me to the world. Yes, of, and it's how the know, world finds So many people. Yeah, yeah, I know, um, incredible. And, um, and then I, you know, I do miss working with people one-to-one, -one, I have to say. So the retreat I'm really excited about because actually that, you know, we're going to be painting together. And it does make a difference, um, you know, to both for me to talk to them and for students to talk to me. Yes. You know, you get to, to to the nitty gritty, which obviously you can't do so much online. It's different. Um, but, yeah, it's been a really interesting time. <laughs> yeah, I think that is what I've also missed is not having that ability to be in the same space as someone who I can just turn to and say, you know, can you give me some advice? Should I do it this yeah. way or that way or, way what or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, makes um, it does make a difference. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I, I have got plans, I hope, maybe to be able to do some Zoom um, lessons mm. or have the group show me their pictures and I can then, you know, have that conversation. Right. That is something that I'm looking at possibly to do yeah uh, within yeah. The, within the community um I think that would be helpful yeah um we'll see we'll see yeah you know one thing at a time there's so many things that I'm uh, you know going on it's a question of timing really I mean even doing the podcast it's another um commitment not that I'm afraid of the commitments but you know you, there's only so many hours in the day to do so many things <laughs> yes and it takes away your time yeah. from doing your creative efforts isn't it yeah you know same yeah for me as well. but, but going back to the point about what you were talking about I think you know for from from my experience of all the teaching I would say the majority of people that have come to physical classes and I think now very much also online are people going through challenging situations yeah you know divorce being widowed being made redundant um health issues so many um you know different things that have promote you know provoked the idea that there must be something else a little bit like you know you said that you knew that you wanted to be creative you had something inside you that was yeah. moving towards that yeah and I really strongly feel that about any kind of art you know yes. arts craft sculpture music whatever yeah um that it's a tremendous release 
for people yeah. and a real healer. I, I think, you know, my painting has been my lifesaver mm. through so many different scenarios. Yeah. You know, obviously um, when, when my child, when Nathaniel died, it was horrific, but being able to have something to focus on that was creative. Mm -hmm. Something outside of yourself. It's something, it, yeah. it kind of gave me, a different perspective yeah. and now um you know I in so many ways I thank him for the opportunity to be able to do what I'm doing it's fun and, isn't it yeah exactly yeah, yeah I, know I mean next mean. week can you believe he'd be 47 oh wow. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that it's that long ago and I still you know say thank you for his sacrifice for for me being involved in what I'm doing because I wouldn't I would have gone off on a completely different track maybe I don't know what you know sliding doors isn't it it is <laughs> I know I know yeah yeah and one of the wonderful um, things about art is that um I'm I'm learning more about it as I do it but I'm also realizing that there's um it allows you to express yourself in a word in a way that words don't allow you you know it it allows you to express mm. feelings and and uh bring things into you know a uh, kind of a two-dimensional or maybe even a three-dimensional outward uh object mm. that comes from within you but that you wouldn't be able to express you know with your with your vocabulary because words sometimes uh, yeah are not satisfactory are they to to no. really talk about what what you're feeling and sometimes you don't mm. even know what you're feeling you know feelings are something that we do tend to suppress a little bit and when you're doing a piece of art it's just it just comes out you know you don't because you're hopefully not judging yourself and you're not stopping yourself you're just letting it flow and that's one of the keys is yeah. to just let it kind of all come out and let it happen yeah without yeah. judging and stopping yeah, thing you know no 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 don't do it that yeah. way you know this isn't right so yeah. on and so forth mm. yeah absolutely and um for a period of time i don't know how long ago maybe 5 6 years ago um i did a no longer than that anyway it doesn't matter um i did um art therapy course cuz right. i thought you know let's take this one step forward yes and uh, because of the realizing that that so many people were painting be, to 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 get over traumatic situations, and I worked I don't know gosh how long for about two years in a rehab center. Okay. And various people, you know, from kids, you know, I'm saying kids in their teenagers right up to you know adults. And some of the stuff that happened with their painting was quite phenomenal, mm. you know, because, you know, a lot, especially the, 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 the teenagers and the young adults, you know, in their 20s, the, the expression, the, the stuff that came out and then that they could slowly start to talk about was, you know, very fundamental to how they came to be on drugs in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, what course, pushed them to that point where they needed to drown themselves in, um, you know, taking all the various substances that they did to null the pain. Yeah. And the stuff that came out was absolutely amazing. Mm. And 
transformational for them because they hadn't realized they hadn't recognized the 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 real crux of the problem and then it was very helpful for the therapists working with them to what they produced within the art yeah it 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 added a whole new dimension to being able to to really help them back to health right and clear themselves of the drug situation yeah so i mean obviously that's an extreme but it it's fantastic what what comes out when you allow it i think one of the challenges is a lot of people still tend to not allow it Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah you know because of the judgment and it's not good enough and it's childlike and what yeah. on earth is this and anyone can all that nonsense would stop them from actually the freedom of going well actually I feel like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know you land up with this on a canvas or a paper and it can be quite frightening that recognition yeah <laughs> Oh, wow, that's really going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the ways that I'm hoping to approach it um, with people, I've also just finished a, a certificate program in art therapy, which, of course, doesn't make me an art therapist, but it's given me mm-hmm. some other tools and, and techniques that I can, you know, use uh, to help people with in my coaching um, mm-hmm. is to just maybe start with something really small, because sometimes a, a canvas is intimidating. And paint yeah. is intimidating. So if you start with a piece of paper and a pen and you just follow along and you do certain designs like the Zentangle, you know, that I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. And you can end up with something that really, it did when I did it the first time, it really shocked and surprised me as well. You know, how, what mm. a beautiful sort of end result you can get. Um, and that exactly. it inspires you to try something more and something different and so on. We've done a, a quite a lot of talking about our backgrounds and how we've come to painting. So um, I think it would be great to to tell everybody what we want to do with the with this podcast. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I think that, you know, together you know, we have uh, quite a diverse background um, and we have a lot of common, you know, interests and a common philosophy of life, I would say, just, you know, by virtue of us getting to know each other. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's, um, you know, there's so much that we can, we can offer to listeners uh, in terms of different uh, interesting topics and insights and perspectives on not just art but creativity in general and life in general um you know i don't think we need to limit our conversations to just talking about painting in fact i know we don't want to do that because um you know just uh, things like ai you know that we've discovered both yeah. of us in the last <laughs> little while you know and what the implication and and the um the consequences and the advantages and the scary part of it, all of that, all, you know, um, it's, um, it's another wave of, of the world that's coming to us very quickly. Yeah. So as and how example, I think, I think also how we can use it creatively. Yeah. I'm just yeah. exploring a, um, a site that you can put a design in 
and then it will it will give you different designs from the original design. I think that's kind of quite exciting because then you can do more with that. So you can keep capitalizing on what it gives you creatively. Um, I feel that one of the dangers is it can just take over from you having to think things through. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you put the you put the question in, how do I write this or whatever it might be, and it just does it for you. And instead of it, you know, for me taking a day, you know, it takes five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, so yeah, there's some great advantages, but there's some great disadvantages as well, really. <laughs> yes yes so yeah that'll be an interesting subject <laughs> yeah yeah well I think you probably listened to that um podcast by Mo Gaudet about AI oh, fantastic yeah I yeah did. what yeah. what an amazing man I mean wouldn't yeah. it be wonderful if we could invite him to talk to oh I tell you that would be fabulous and I I look I want to I've got, in fact I'll do it this afternoon I want to order one of his books called solve the happy I think it's called. oh yes Yes, yes. And I loved that. Um, he gave a great podcast with um what's it called? The day the daily the diary of a SEO. Six, oh yes. Uh, no, not SEO, what am I saying? CEO. CEO. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> um and brilliant conversation. So I think, yeah, sharing those things as well is really um really great because you know. You don't know if you don't know. And I feel if, if something resonates with you and you go and look at it and it enhances you again, it gives you a new dimension to think about. So, yeah, yeah exciting, exciting. While I went to get a coffee just a minute ago, I brought back the dress. Oh, lovely. Let's have a look. Look. Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? It looks really great. Look at the back. Oh, I love the back. I know. Yeah. Isn't it great. Oh, that's lovely. So is this with uh -oh. paints or with dyes? No, it's with acrylic. It's with my old old acrylic paints. Okay. And um I I shall do I'm gonna do the others, others. And I think maybe what I might do is video doing it. Yeah. So I might do that. Do you think it'll be color fast in the sense that, you know, when you wash it? Well, it's acrylic. Yeah, I've got to iron it now. It's dry oh, now. So I've got okay. to iron it. Once you've ironed it, you've sealed it. Well, you know what? If you get acrylic on your clothes, true. it's virtually impossible it's to true. get it That's off. true, yeah. So I, I understand that how you seal it now is to iron it. To really bind it to the to the to fabric. bond it together. And also, I, I added a little bit of a fabric text uh, condition. It's called... Um, what's it called? The textured stuff that you put in, like a conditioner that you oh. add to the acrylic, so it doesn't make the 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 um, fabric so stiff. Ah, uh, yes. You iron it; it will smooth it keep out. It smart, yeah. Keep it soft. Yeah. Okay. So, you, and if you don't have the acrylic too thick, then it works quite well. So, I'm, yeah, maybe I'll do a video of it. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> the new, whole new thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Instead of having paintings behind me, I'll just have dresses. <laughs> or, you know, what you could do is you could take pieces of fabric, you know, old rags or something, and do, you know, that kind of an effect and then cut them up and use them on a collage That's, in the background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the canvas, you know, make it really anyway. three-dimensional, wouldn't it? <laughs> so that's, that's something interesting to think about. 
So, um, so I think you've got the list of some of the subjects that we yeah, want to talk about. Yeah, so, um, so here, just in random order, um, I thought okay. we would talk about the importance of empty space. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, I think, you know, when you're painting, I, and especially, I think, well, I mean, I'm sure it applies in any kind of painting, but in watercolor, you know, there's an intent to leave that white coming through, isn't there? Um, because yeah. it allows for your eye to have a place to sort of rest and settle and have the contrast mm -hmm. between the colors. And I think okay. similarly, our brains need that empty space. And that's why we meditate. Well, that's why one could meditate or should meditate. <laughs> yes, should. Yeah. should. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I, I confess I have been pretty good about it the last couple of months. But yes, I know it's not always. But I think painting in itself is meditatory. Yes. Because you do go off into a whole different zone. I mean, time can just disappear, can't it? Right. And I have to, I mean, I do, I don't meditate as often as I used to, mm. um, but I do. Uh, but I find that when I'm painting, um, it kind of completely changes your perspective and your brain and your thinking and your whole whatever's going on in the brain. I feel it changes massively because you're so focused on being you know in the zone of what you're doing so yeah. it's a meditation in itself right um, but um yes yeah, so i th kind of think that you know the meditation is 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 really helpful and i do feel that painting gives you that and um you know everything kind of balances up your breathing changes you're you relax your body very much more you're using a different kind of part of your brain you know i talk a lot in a lot of my courses about moving from the uh, left side of the brain to the right side of the brain to open that creativity mm. box. Um, and I've, you know, when, once you get in that zone, um, you're off and away. The reason why I think a lot of people have difficulty to start a painting is it's the shift from thinking, what am I going to do to actually starting once yeah. you start then yeah. you've opened the, the the door right but it's that that challenge between oh my god what am I going to do and is it going to be okay and am I going to make a mess and I don't know where to start all that ju -ju 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 stuff that actually just putting you know the brush in the paint and the paint on the paper or the canvas starts you <laughs> Yeah, um, actually, I wanted to just, it's interesting, because I think a lot of us think about this left brain, right brain, uh, um, sort of dichotomy in the way that our, our minds work, our brains work. And mm -hmm. it's actually not true. Um, I didn't realize this either. It was in my, you know, learning of my, my neuroscience uh, coaching program, that um it's not what we think it is. It's not the left brain or the right brain being creative or being logical thinking. Both sides of your brains are all of your brain, singular, <laughs> are, working, <laughs> are working together all the time. And it's just um, different aspects, you know, different parts of the brain are being activated at different times. Um, anyway, you know, I don't want to get into all of the details of that, but it was kind of interesting mm -hmm. for me too, because I, I was also under the impression that it was a very, you know, hemisphere sided, uh, way of looking at, you know, this is how your brain works when you're thinking logically. And this is the other side of your brain when you're thinking creative or being creative. But anyway, that's, um, 
it's definitely true that you know we shift how we use the shift of focus that's right that's right yeah it's it's kind of like the letting go yeah of the thinking and then the allowing of something to be created yeah i think that the challenge that we have is that we're so used to working in the uh what's what would you call it um the logical or the mathematical or the linear way yeah yeah rational way you know two and two makes four four and four you know what i mean it's kind of compartmentalized yes and organized because of our education and our experiences yeah yeah whereas the other focus is um it's it's untrodden ground Mm. we're not sure we're having I I mean faith is such an interesting word but we we sort of have faith in ourselves that something is going to to unfold yes because we don't know what it is it's scary isn't if, it? we've, if we're stuck in the other side of yeah. the focus it's scary yeah because it might show us something that we don't necessarily want to see <laughs> true yeah I think um, there's a lot of artists, and I think you do this as well, is that when you when you have this blank canvas in front of you and you're not even really sure what it is that you want to do, you just start, you know, with a pencil or a marker or whatever. You just scribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Marks all it's the free drawing, yeah. Yeah, just the to free, kind of break yeah. that barrier of, oh, I have to put something down. Yeah. Just do anything anything at all yeah Mm, exactly so so that that that's why you know especially when when somebody's first starting off with that first course the abstract made simple you know the first exercises are all about free drawing are just kind of you know I suppose very big doodles (laughs) yeah exactly yeah um and and just doesn't matter what you do and then seeing what you can uh, formulate from right that. yeah um but it, it's a really good starting place and I do that a lot myself and I've done it for years and years and years and that was something again my uh, godfather used to teach me about drawing you mm-hmm. know start just see what happens doesn't matter whether you scribble or whether you doodle or whether you blah 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 and actually it's proved that like what you do with the zentangles um, you know, you start creating naturally patterns. Mm. You actually, it's quite difficult to stop yourself creating patterns. Exactly. <laughs> I know your brain automatically starts to recognize yeah. shapes and then you start to, you, you start to accentuate those shapes or, you know, yeah. build them into something else. Yeah, I know. It's exactly. And happens. I think that's actually, that's really quite insightful. When you start to doodle, it's difficult to stop yourself from creating. Mm. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's an aha moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a type so, of drawing. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called Neurographica. Um, and it's, um, it's a, you know, it's a very free flowing um, sort of line art. And, you know, you're basically just making, you know, swirls and, and, and lines and, you know, whatever across the page. And then what you do is that I'll show you, you know, in another opportunity mm-hmm. is that where the lines intersect, you round mm-hmm. out those corners so that you're creating a soft sort of, um, of a, a melding of those shapes together. And then you end up with 
almost something that looks like a nerve, a, ner a neuron, a brain cell. You know, when you think of oh, a wow. brain cell, yeah, and it yeah, has all yeah, of these yeah. different synapses and 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 things yeah. coming out of it. Um, and it really, you end up with this really beautiful uh, design at the end, you know, and of course you can color it in and you can put designs inside of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's interesting. It's, it's a way well, of maybe, maybe, maybe for the next one, you'll do one and then you can, you can. Um, yeah, yeah, I would love show to. me and whoever's watching. That yes. would be really nice. I yeah, really it like is going to be something I will do in one of my, you know, I'm in the process of putting together. Yeah. Um, my own little YouTube cool. videos of 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 how to so that will definitely that be, would be really um, cool yeah yeah okay so oh, I think we've covered a huge amount of stuff for our first our first podcast yes, our, our yes. splash and um I hope that we've created some interest for listeners to come back and listen again um I think we're going to try and do this once a fortnight to start with aren't yeah we? yeah yeah um to, to to begin with so we get familiar and we find out you know what you would like us to talk about and what's of interest um and hopefully deliver <laughs> yeah yeah um, you know, we welcome everybody's feedback and comments definitely definitely so yeah. I'm, I'm not sure whether we've arrived on a day yet of the fortnight for when we're going to do it perhaps we should have done that before oh well <laughs> so, it'll happen naturally <clears throat> so maybe you know once a fortnight on a monday or a tuesday or something like that we don't know yet um but i hope you've enjoyed listening and getting to know us a little bit and seeing that we could have some really great interesting fun um usable <laughs> conversations <laughs> yes yes well you know thank you for taking the time to to listen to us and get to know us and um yeah there's lots more fun things to come <laughs> absolutely so and thank you yes thank you <laughs> also Joy. thank you yeah and, really and uh, do we want to kind of give out our information yeah i have a facebook page and you've got your uh facebook page as well your artist yeah, so page. so what's your facebook page called it's a neuro creative coaching um we can put the link okay. down in the comments of both of our okay. um facebook pages yeah so, and your website yeah. is on its way isn't and it? the website is on its way hopefully in the okay. next 10 days or so yeah okay well my facebook page is um joy fay artist and my, I've got two websites, um, one for my classes, which is joyfayclasses.com, where all the different things that I do are on there, uh, including the membership um, information and the free mini course and various other things. And then all my art is on Joyfay Artist. So um, those are our links. And we'll be putting the podcast on all of them, I think, yes. won't we? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. As well as everything, all the other interesting things that we're we've been talking about, maybe yeah. more videos and links to other interesting um, information. Um, you know, exactly. it's important for us to disseminate other people's um, discussions and, and insights as well. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, if we're looking at YouTube, then. Um, that would be great if you want to uh, like what we've done, if you do, and ask any questions in the comments and share it if um, you feel that you've got friends that would enjoy. 
and subscribe so you will know when the next one is coming. <laughs> yes, please. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, bye, Joy. It was lovely talking Thank with you. Thank you, Eve. Lots of love. Have Take a care. Day. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye everybody. <laughs>